This episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I'm your host, Sheldon Primus. This is the podcast where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. And if you have any questions, I act as America's safety consultant as well. Actually, today I am not going to be dealing with America as much. <laughs> Even though I said America's safety consultant is actually this week, I'm talking to my buddy Craig Calvert from the UK. Uh, Craig is the owner, proprietor, and everything of Calvert Safety Management. He actually has a lot of experience similar to mine uh, where he deals with compliance issues uh, in the UK area. I came from a government background like I did. So when we went pro, you know, there's so much that opens up to you after you get that kind of a foundation. So he does services with just normal compliance services, health monitoring, risk assessments, training, accident investigation, audits. So it does all pretty much the same thing that, that I do on, on my end. So today what we went over is just really wanted to catch up with them and find out on the other side since I'm on the U.S. and I want to find out a little bit more about what's happening across the pond, as we like to say. Uh, Craig caught up with me, gave me kind of a, an overview of what's been happening over there and then also uh, some of the work that he's been involved with. So it was great. I, I really enjoyed uh, the catch up episode and then really finding out a lot about uh, some of the the activities that's happening construction and over in the UK. So sit back, relax, listen to Craig and I conversate, talk, just get a, a little safety geek on. If you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, please do that. So whatever you're listening to me right now, look at that home page and look for that subscribe button and go hit that. And uh, if you have an opportunity to go ahead and rate me on whatever service you're listening to, that's great. And it helps the algorithms and uh, makes it so that more people can see me and I'll boost the appeal of the show all the way around. Right. So thank you for that. Right now, let's go to the interview. Hi there, my name's Craig Calvert. I'm based in uh, the UK. Uh, my business is a consulting firm, Calvert Safety Management. I've been in health and safety for around uh, 10 or 11 years now. Initially, uh, got involved in health and safety working for the UK government, as well as employment law. Left the UK government, went into uh, health and safety within the insurance sector then got involved in the cloud-based management health and safety system implementation and then progressed into on-site training, accident investigation, fire risk assessments and preparation of risk assessments and method statements and safe systems of work for clients. That's where Excellent. I'm at the moment currently, yeah. Uh, where are you? Uh, based near... Uh, Near Sheffield, probably know uh, Sheffield more in the UK, but it's more. There's a little town called uh, Doncaster just near there. Hmm. 
The only one that I know of um, is in London, and my uncle used to live there. It's a place called Stratton Common, but this is like a long time ago. I don't even know if that's still a name of a, a community in London. <laughs> yeah, it's all blending into to one big city now. So, it's, you know, there's quite a few people still actually operating in the city. I work in London and Manchester quite a lot, but what I tend to do is commute. Cost of living in the UK is a lot cheaper if you're going to central UK or the north rather than working in uh, London, obviously the capital or south of London. Mm, okay. Do obviously remotely as a consultant. But Excellent. Do, uh, accreditation assistance as well if people are tendering for a construction contract. Can assist them with the health and safety module element of that as well. Excellent. Uh, for for everyone's knowledge, the the audience is going to be pretty much. Uh, let's see. We have from my numbers, it looks like a very good international audience and heavy based on U.S., but a pretty good international audience. So for for them, what kind of differences like if anybody's thinking they want to go to the UK and start doing safety consulting or at least getting in the industry uh, what's the market like there now uh, the market's uh, pretty good at the moment but it is uh, being volatile the last uh, about two years since the coronavirus hit mm. so what I uh, had to change my business model I was going out doing uh, site audits and doing face-to-face training in Mm -hmm. large organisations. But when the lockdown hit, quite a lot of companies actually went to a skeleton business model. Yeah. So they had like about 5% of the staff there just purely operational. And for uh, prevention of spreading the virus, they didn't allow any visitors at all in. So like quite a lot of the councils, environmental Mm -hmm. health, they were working from home. The old place got locked down. Wow. Doing training in the site as well because all the staff weren't there. Yeah, yeah. That's quite a lot of on-site training, uh, online training. So you went from from face-to-face facilitation to online facilitation. (laughs) Yeah, which has has its uh, moments because you can't uh, network fully with people. In a training course, when you like have a break or a lunchtime, you can network with the people you're training, mm-hmm. getting a little bit more about their industry, what's happening out there in that particular area, work area. Yeah. You don't get that with the online training. All it is is just purely business, deliver training. There's an exam, mark the exam, you're done. Which <laughs> yeah, not as much socializing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually a, a loss. I I use a, a company where uh, we have like going into the online session. There's like a little hangout room first, and then you yeah. basically open up the stage when you're about to present. So it gives it a little lounge feeling just before you get started. So that's yeah. a good a, a good one. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, I also use uh, like online uh, icebreakers, like uh, there's a website called Kahoot. Oh, yeah. An online uh, quiz where you can actually use your mobile phone as a remote pad. Like, say, is the answer A, B, C, or D? That sort of breaks it up a little bit. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. 
free, free to register as well, like so. You know, it's massive knowledge base on the of questions. Yeah. So you can pick any particular subject. Yeah. And and they caught up with safety and health. They have some safety and health questions now too. Yeah, they have. Yeah, and then I'm using it currently in my role as like a, a massive construction question set on there, mm-hmm. covering all the different types of topics like fire extinguishers, accident investigation, safety signage, health and safety laws. You name it, it's actually on there. So you can have a mixed bag, or you can go in for a particular subject. Yeah, uh, not to get political or anything, but <laughs> I know this is a settled question, right? Uh, with we're working with Brexit now, especially where you are in in the UK. Uh, how does that affect you as far as a driver for for getting more clients or even doing business? Is that is that any consideration for you guys? Uh, well, not at the moment, and what I'm tending to find as well is. Although they're saying United Kingdom, uh, there is certain areas like in Scotland, they've got different fire safety laws to uh, England. And then uh, Wales has got, uh, tries to be slightly more safer again with the easing of their lockdown. Mm. So what we're finding now is that some clients will only operate with certain areas of the UK. So they'll only like invite, I think it was uh, Denmark was only inviting Welsh residents over there. Mm. So like parts of the UK are breaking up. I yeah. don't know if it'd be combined again, but that's what we're actually seeing out there. Hmm. But like I say, the, the work, quite a lot of it I can do remotely. And there's no like physical barriers when you're delivering training online. Yeah. So you could have like uh, five people dialing in from London another six or seven from Scotland and two or three from Wales. Uh, the uh, NEBOSH qualification, I've been marking those uh, from the international clients as well. So I'm like down as a, uh, a online examiner for that. I mark risk assessments from all over the world for them. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I just recently, uh, I've been aware of NEBOSH for a long time. Uh, yeah. I got into the business in the in the 90s, but when I'm with Nibosh, I've always had them like, um, they're so mystical to me because of being yeah. international and in the way that they, they work their, um, their organization. I was like, wow, this is really good. And I get an opportunity to interview, uh, DARP and, uh, with Nibosh and she was amazing. And Zoe, uh, who was helping her, uh, I really, really like Nibosh and what they do. Uh, yeah, I, cool. Yeah, so I'm I'm a little bit new getting on the Nibosh boat, <laughs> but yeah. but you guys, um, it seems for international as far as I'm seeing it, it's like one of those um, credentialing that everyone looks to have. Is that what you're yeah. seeing too? Yeah, well, that's it. Quite a lot of the uh, recruitment now they're wanting you to have the Nibosh General as a starter, so that's like a two week intense health and safety course. Then you can oh. go to the Nebosh International, or you can also do like a Nebosh specifically in construction. Nebosh oh. construction award, yeah, or certificate. So then they're doing that as well as a Nebosh environmental element, Nebosh uh, fire element as well. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Uh, she was episode 108. I had to look it up. All right. You'll have to uh, see if you can send me the link over. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. 
But yeah. yeah, also as well, there's like quite a lot of uh, CPD modules that we can do here in the UK. What's that, so CPD? CPD, Continuing Professional Development. Oh, okay. So okay. you can write down your learning hours. So there's quite a lot of online videos on the professional body that I'm with, the IOSH. Uh, I deliver those courses as well, which is like a managing safely three or four day course for aimed at principal contractors and managing directors. Excellent. Yeah. Wow. Uh, what do you do in your spare time? You like, you like busy doing everything. It's like, yeah, yeah spare time. many strings to, but I like to go out uh, scuba diving, but in the UK, the waters are uh, very, uh, Poor visibility. Uh, so sometimes you can't even see uh, a couple of feet away because the yeah. waters are that murky. But I've, I've dove uh, internationally, uh, Cyprus. I've dove over there on a, a roll and roll off ferry that was sunk on its side. Oh man, and, that must have been cool. Yeah, Egypt, uh, Spain. Um, one, one of my bucket lists is uh, Nassau in the uh, Bahamas. Yeah. yeah. Feel like the James Bond dives and that. Though. Oh yeah, man, that'd be awesome. It was that. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't gold filling fingers. What's the other one? I love that Bond one when he was in. Uh, it was Roger Moore, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rest his soul. Roger Moore was yeah. my Bond. That's my error. I think everybody's got a Bond, don't they? Everybody's got a Bond, you know. Yeah. You got a, my yeah. wife loves Sean Connery still. <laughs> Rest his soul. You know? uh, oh, uh, have you heard of Blair Boyd from Scotland? No, he's also with uh, with Iosh and um, All right. uh, one of the ambassadors there. And he was episode 83 and 84. <laughs> yeah, cool. You were you through yeah? <laughs> well, <laughs> so yeah, that's right. You're going to be uh, I don't even know what episodes I'm on now. I'm like uh, a yeah. 180 something, 160 something. I don't even know. Cool. Uh, let's see. 132. So you're going to be 133. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell us about like some of the, the influences that you've had throughout your safety career. What, what got you, you know, like stumbling into safety and what did you do before? Uh, well, what I did uh, originally when I uh, left school was I wanted to uh, be involved in the travel and tourism industry. So I went to basically study to be a holiday rep. So meeting and greeting guests when they arrive at a resort. Mm. Uh, the course that I did, I quickly found out it was a two-year course, and that involved basically trying to study as a travel agent rather than a holiday uh. So I did a year of that, and then I decided to work going the uh, hairdressing sector. Mm. So I, actually, at the time in the UK, the uh, gents barber is a traditional role, but we didn't have a specific course for that. So I ended up having to be trained up for uh, men's and women's. Oh, yeah. And then I ended up having my own barber shop for three years. That's awesome. Quite an experience. So I've got all my uh, customer service, face-to-face skills with that, and then my uh, business management skills as well for running a small business. Yeah. And then I worked in uh, telecoms as well. So I Oh, was, my goodness. Yeah, uh, I was working in... Uh, before it went to uh, digital phones, they had analog before the days of the SIM card. So I worked in the transition for British Telecom when they was looking after mobile phones. 
Oh, yeah. I got involved in that at a good stage and then I got involved in technical support for the internet. So one of the first dial-up internet providers in the UK before broadband hit. Oh, I was man. doing all the technical support for that and seeing all the different cities in the UK getting turned on and everybody screaming, my internet's still flying, still <laughs> dialing up, where's my broadband? And Yeah, you probably yeah. still hear that sound in your ears from the old school broadband. Remember that? Yeah, There's exactly. Yeah, it does have a, a lasting impact, yeah. I think uh, it's been took over now with the ringing in the ears from heavy <laughs> work on construction sites. Yeah, all that little, uh, the the attenuation there is still yeah. still going at your ear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. what are you on with at the minute, Sheldon? What's your uh, thing that you're doing now? Yeah, truly, I... I have really the last couple of months we've been focusing on getting back on the road again. My wife and I are full-time RVers, like I was telling you before. Yes, uh, and we're trying to get back on the road. So I've been focusing on that aspect and then personal is that part. And then business-wise, I've been helping write yeah. grants or, um, or material for people. So I've, I've been like going back and forth with those, uh, those two sides, wanting to get out and start wandering again that's that's our pastime that's our fun <laughs> people have been like caged animals haven't we with the lockdown and everything but are all the states opening back up again where you are now uh, it's truly one of those things where um no nothing's closed per se but they're starting to uh see limited restrictions appear and with the states i don't know if you guys have the same dynamic that we have but it's come where uh it's been pretty political with mask wearing and lockdowns yeah. and on and and everybody with the trickle down effect if you do lock down you know what it costs for people and business so i know yeah. you guys have been dealing with that one i've been keeping yeah. an eye on on uh on your prime minister every now and then i, I get the little yeah. news and i'm thinking Hmm. <laughs> he seems to switch a lot to me. I don't know. Maybe that's my perspective. Well, yeah, that's why it's been a little bit uh, broken up in the U. Oh, I just lost your audio for just a second. There you go. I think. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that was a call just ringing in. It. I've just taken audio. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. The. Uh, that's why it's been a little bit broken up in the UK because. Uh, Cut long story short, Scotland is quite a lot of, a lot uh, more cautious about opening up with the coronavirus. The UK just wants to, uh, Britain, England wants to open up pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. The Scottish Prime Minister, she's a little bit more cautious. And then same with Wales. That's why quite a lot of different uh, countries are a little bit cautious and saying, well, we know Wales and Scotland, they've been extra careful England maybe have rushed and opened up too quickly. Yeah. And areas. And it truly been affecting all of us as far as business wise. And I know in safety and health, I don't know if you guys have been getting this call, but whenever I get these calls, people are asking me for um, advice and helping them start like a pandemic plan or something similar to that. Uh, yeah. Generally I've done it before when I used to work in the utility side, but yeah. there's so many cross disciplines that you have to think about. You have to think about safety. You have to think about production. You have to think about business continuity and it makes 
sure that people can still go in and construction. You got to think about materials coming in and uh, your your construction timeline. And if one thing gets pushed back, it's it could be a nightmare for all that planning. Yeah, that's what we're finding now in the UK that quite a lot of the uh, construction materials have shot up in price. So like steel, uh, cement, wood have all gone up in price. Plus you've got on the back burner, you've got people, uh, because the pubs have been closed, making a bar in the back garden. Oh, yeah. Quite a lot of materials have been used that wouldn't have normally been in like residential properties, yeah. Mm-hmm. Has, has there been like um, recently, especially with the the ISO standard 45,003, but recently a lot of people have been more aware of mental health issues for yeah. uh, for workers. Is that becoming a, a an area of getting some sort of recognition in in your market? Uh, it is at the moment, but the uh, I was actually speaking to a. a council near to me, uh, Sheffield Council, and out of all their council departments, they've only got one department which is linked with housing, and that's the only one that's on the ISO 45001. Mm. That's a massive council. So it's not actually trickled down as yet to all the businesses. I think quite a lot of businesses, it's the actual retaining the ISO standard and being audited more frequently yeah. like every quarter from British Standards Institute. So I, I believe, wow. you know, it's one of those where it's an additional cost. And if you're not dealing internationally, they'll just stick with the existing standards that they've got. Yeah. 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 They don't <laughs> yeah, see the need. Continuity and disaster recovery. I've thought about moving into that and getting accredited myself and actually using that as a bolt-on. Because when I was in the government, there was like a few uh, key personnel, one of which was myself with the health and safety. But then another one was a girl that they wouldn't let move into another role because she was that skilled up with business continuity and disaster recovery. Mm. So like say there was like a bomb scare in a city centre like London, they would have a business continuity plan where they'd be able to still pay out the benefit claimants and the staff from a, an alternative site. So wow. Quite a lot of that as well is can be very heavily linked and tied up to health and safety. Yeah. Uh, and environmental, if there's a, you know, if there's an oil leak or a gas leak, you still need to be operating as a business. So you need a continuity plan at some particular point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And truly, when uh, holistically speaking, when organizations really think that uh, they, yes, they need a, a business output, so they'll, they'll look for operations or production for that. But yeah. even when it comes to human resources, there's a part of safety that's in there. There's a part of safety in production. There's a part of safety that, of course, obviously in security and cleanup, even though security yeah. is a different discipline, but with those real good um, organizations, everybody kind of pitches in and they know, you know, they get input from each other's roles is, is yeah. how I see it. Yeah, exactly. You touched a good point there, actually, Sheldon. The uh, security industry now, we had a, a bombing go off at one of the concerts in Manchester, a terrorism incident. So now with the health and safety, that's coming more into construction. And even security guards now have got to have more 
uh, first aid training before they can become qualified. So there's an avenue there for, you know, getting in and delivering first aid training to people yeah. who are operational on the. Oh yeah. Take every avenue. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, even the cleaners now need to be security vetted and have uh, qualifications to get up, even get on a construction site. So all that's coming to fruition now as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great point because uh, uh, for most of you guys who are listening to this, you know, as being a consultant, you're always, your mind's always thinking of what's the driver that's going to get me in to help people. I know, yes, it's yeah. to pay bills and everything else because that's what yeah. we do for a living, but it's also still solving a problem that we yeah. uniquely have the answer for. Yeah. So, yeah, you always got to keep that mind open. Yeah, exactly. And then like in the UK now, we're actually pioneering in the school's air filtration systems. So they're uh, actually trying to clean the air now in schools to prevent the spread of uh, infectious diseases and cross-contamination, specifically yeah, yeah. the coronavirus. Yeah, so that's yeah, something yeah, yeah. else that's uh, bubbling away there. And there's so many, uh, the the... Usually the thing that they're using for that would be UVC lighting. And there's so much units that are created for uh, that, that particular application. Yeah. So it's expensive, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, well, but they're there. Uh, going to assist people with, you know, not having to close down the business. Uh, sometimes there's a little pot tucked away that the insurance can pay out of, I've found. So I was at, I was at a school and the, I was walking around doing an audit and they'd actually got a security system. If somebody went in there with a knife, they'd have like big uh, glass panels dropped down to seal corridors off. Wow! Whether it was trying to attack people in a school, they couldn't actually get any further than the main corridor and get into classrooms. And, and that's um, by hitting a. Sorry. Is that by hitting a panic button or is it just a, a self detection? Uh, it'd probably be with somebody hitting a panic button. So say some unauthorised person went into a school and they've deemed them a threat to the students, they can literally just drop a glass wall to seal both ends of the corridors off. So whoever's in there, they're trapped, they can't get anywhere. And the actually paid for that because I suppose the insurance think, well, we're not paying out for any incidents in the school. We're just going to get the return on the investment because you're not paying out a massive insurance bill if something did happen. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's engineering control. Yeah. That's it. And to eliminate the hazard at the source and that's it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you find like your mind always thinks of hazard control, hazard control or whatever you do, hazard control? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I'm always trying to uh, see what's happening around me. <laughs> and then being an instructor yourself, you're probably like, oh, take a picture for me. <laughs> Give me yeah. a picture. <laughs> I could teach the class about this one. Yeah. That's it. So that's why I like to discuss, uh, you know, talk with the group and mix. And that's where, you know, you get to find out what's actually happening. Everybody's got story in safety. They've been touched by safety one way or another. Either yeah. training or a, a life event that affected the way that they perceive safety at work. Yeah. Hey, that's a, you just got yourself a podcast right there. All you have to do is start talking to people about how safety's uh, touched them at work, no matter what kind of industry. All right. Yeah, There's exactly. a, a good uh, conversation. Yeah. That's a good idea. That one. All right. Yeah. I'm looking for the Craig Culvert show. 
Yeah. <laughs> could do a duo, couldn't we? I could do uh, the UK one. Oh, there we go. Now we're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> now we got the minds in it. Yeah. So tell everybody how to reach out to you, man, especially since you're out there and if somebody needs to to get some some consulting help and they're in your area. So tell them how to reach you and when like what area you're, you're servicing. Yeah, well, I'm actually on uh, LinkedIn. But uh, what I tend to do is I've got a uh, virtual phone number. So I've got like a low rate non-geographical phone number. People can ring that on my business card. Excellent. And then I can point that to my mobile phone or if I'm delivering training, I can have one of my office staff field all my calls and take notes. So I Excellent. can be reached that way or I can be reached via some other companies that actually use me as a, an associate. So I've got a uh, colleague that works very heavily in employment law. Okay. So then I get a little bit of trickle down work that way. So quite a lot of the clients say, "Lot I could really do with somebody looking at my safety management systems. You've got yeah, yeah, yeah. contracts. Who do you know? I'm actually yeah. getting recommendations from word of mouth as well. Excellent. Is it the 9007 number? It is, yeah. Yeah, if you want yeah. to. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Give them, give them your number and email. Go ahead. Yeah, it's uh, Craig at... C biop uh, c b i o p dot co dot uk. That's my uh, original business, which was uh, before Calvert Safety Management. It was a business called Come Back in One Piece. That was the whole idea of it. Yeah. Biop. Um, not get injured and come back in one piece. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah. So that was C B I O P. Dot yeah. Co. co. uk. Yeah. Dot uk. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You have to do that extra extension, don't you? Yeah, yeah. But now I'm. I've got that. But I've also got a di- my, old, my main one is Craig at Calvert Safety MGT for Management dot com. All right, and that number. Okay, zero three three zero one three five nine zero zero seven. Yeah. So that links up with the... I got uh, you, buddy. Don't worry. I got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My mobile number actually ends in 007. It's a safety number, 007. Ah, sweet. I like it. Yeah, 007 on the virtual number and 007 on my personal mobile number. Uh-oh, I'm catching a theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, thanks so much for, for stopping by and hanging out yeah. with us. Stay safe, everyone. Speak soon. Uh, all right. See you. Bye. Welcome back to the episode. Hopefully you guys had fun listening to Craig and I talking a little bit about compliance and then also about some of the things happening across the pond. So we had a good time. It was a a nice catch up for us. If you guys are also interested in letting me know what safety consultants like around your neck of the woods, please reach out to me. Uh, Best way to reach me will always be Sheldon at SheldonPrimus.com. And if you wanted to find out what's happening in my life, go to SheldonPrimus.com. Probably not my life. Maybe more business. Anyway. (laughs) 
And uh, for Craig, you have to go to Culvert Safety Management, and uh, it'll be Culvert, C-A-L-V-E-R-T, safety, and then managementmgt.com. And that's going to get you where you need to be. All right. Hopefully you had a great time. I am really enjoying this. We are getting into so many different episodes right now. Um, I'm getting into just trying to expand a little bit more with my uh, doing some of the interviews as I've done before. And I really want to make sure that I'm reaching your needs. So if there's anything that you want me to to catch up with or anything, please just let me know. Uh, I'd like to thank all you listening to me in Saudi Arabia right now on Apple's chart. I'm 95 there. Those of you listening to me in South Africa, thank you so much. In my category, I'm number nine there in South Africa. Uh, United Arab Emirates, UAE in the house. I am actually number 18 in my category over there. And Nambia. Oh, man, did I do that again? (laughs) Namidia. Yeah. You guys are going to have to give me like a nice little pronunciation. (laughs) But you guys are... Just a phenomenal, uh, just week after week, you've been helping me out and get me on the chart. So I really appreciate you guys over there. Uh, the Apple chart, as you know, is one of the big ones that everyone looks at uh, in the U.S. here. Uh, in my reach, I'm trying to get up a little bit more. So if you could do that, like and subscribe, that'll be awesome. But in the U.S., in my area, I am 89. So I'm trying to get out there a little bit more. So if you can, please go ahead and support the show any questions that you may have regarding OSHA compliance I want to let you know that summer break is gone I am back to doing my OSHA compliance help show it's going to be live streams Thursdays 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time so Thursday 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time I do my OSHA compliance help show so if you are really needing some help on the OSHA side or just want to even get uh, caught up with OSHA the best way to do it is connect with me on LinkedIn and you'll look for linkedin.com backslash n backslash Sheldon Primus and you'll be able to find me there or another way you could do is go to Facebook and you want to join our group so this one is going to be facebook.com backslash groups with an s backslash safety consultant no s for consultant so once you do that you're going to be asked three questions this is just to make sure that you are not a bot and the most important question is do you agree to abide by the rules of the group please answer that That should be answered. Yes. And once you do that, you'll be in. I do all the live streams to that uh, Facebook group as well as LinkedIn and Twitch. If you do have Twitch and you want to follow along on Thursdays at six, then go to twitch.com backslash safety consultant and you'll be able to see the live stream. So overall, I really had a great time. I, I want to thank Craig again for being part of the show. Uh, hopefully you guys will reach out to him if you're in that UK area. And I am going to call it a day, maybe even a week. Go get them. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. 
views and opinions expressed on this podcast or broadcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within the past hour are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast or broadcast may be reproduced, stored within a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast or broadcast, Sheldon Brightness.